Welcome to Movie Nosh with Mike and Josh, where every week we sink our teeth into a different delicious movie feast. Mmm, mm, yeah, I added in a bit of extra deliciousness there. I mean, yeah. I'm both hungry and excited for the podcast. Now. I've just fed you. How can you be hungry? Well, I'm, I mean, I'm always hungry. You're like I'm a always, child. <laughs> yes, yeah. When, you walk, when I walked in, I nearly immediately latched onto your nipple. Your teat. You can really see them through this t-shirt as well. Oh, yeah. oh well. Um, yeah. Episode 11... This week we're going to be reviewing the War of the Planet of the Grapes. What <laughs> well. movie that would be? That would be a much better movie. Oh. Um, as well as American Made. So hopefully you'll enjoy this episode. It's going to be spoiler free, isn't it? Ish. Ish, yeah. So uh, you won't have anything spoiled, hence the spoiler free. Um, so you can listen to this even if you want to go watch the episode or if you've already seen it. You can have a lot of fun. And then right at the end, I'm going to get electrocuted. Yeah, hopefully not to the point where I have to resuscitate, but... I mean, if this device can do that, then it should not be sold on the market. No, but it does say on the back... I mean, it's advertised as a toy, but on the back, in big letters, it says, This is not a toy! <laughs> but I can't imagine what else it would be there for. I mean, it's not... Pleasure. It's not, uh, it's not aesthetically dear, dear, pleasing. Dear electrical pleasure. That should be our final ever podcast. We should insert one of these. Actually, admittedly, they look a bit like anal dildos. I wouldn't know. <laughs> uh, neither would I. Oh, it's showing your hand there. Um, roll the theme tune. That was a particularly long intro, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Make sure you Google in or deal those because they really do look like... Nice and curvy. I feel like yeah. I'd be very worried about taking that back out. Anyway, <laughs> so let's start off with some movie news. Movie news, it's movie news, it's Joshua Edward Lewis's movie news. Now everybody knows my middle name and knows the secret password to my bank account. Ted. Yeah. Has anyone called you Ted? No one has ever called me Ted. I kind of like it though. I'm going to start calling you Ted. Although I think the movie Ted has spoiled it forever. Mm. Mm, don't mind. Anyway, this week's movie news, um, it's a bit thin. Apart from all the terrible, terrible sexual assaults of Harvey Weinstein and apparently one of the Amazon studio movie yeah. bosses has also been has resigned so um, hopefully they get the comeuppance um, hopefully they get electrocuted with an anal dildo <laughs> yeah um, uh, they can borrow ours <laughs> yeah uh, the, well actually they'll, they'll have to keep it I don't want it back no no I don't think it would um, on top of that the new Black Panther trailed premiered Ah. I said trailed then. It said trailed. The Blank Panther trailer premiered. Taylor. And we've literally just watched it because Mike hadn't seen it yet. What did you think, Michael? Uh, I thought it was alright. I thought it was generically Marvel. It was quite good. I mean, it doesn't give too much away of the plot. I don't know what's going to happen. So that's always a plus nowadays with trailers because most of the time in trailers they sort of <laughs> start at the beginning and then you see halfway through the culmination of the film and then at the end there's some cool 3D shots or something like that where they're they show off the uh, the set pieces, mm. uh, and then you find out just by watching the trailer what's going to go and happen in the film. I mean, I think we could pretty much guess. It's a Marvel film. It looks like um, I can't remember who plays the main character because it's not someone I recognise from anything. His name is Chadwick Boseman. 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 <laughs> Mispronouncing words again. Chadwick Boseman playing. Um, T'Challa, the king of Wakanda, who's also the Black Panther, 
Uh, it's also got Michael B. Jordan in as the the bad guy. It feels like a bit of a um, sibling rivalry, although I don't know if they're... Sibling? Sibling. Ah. I don't know. I don't think they're brothers, though, but they both have a Black Panther suit, so that's what makes me think, like... It's not like everybody goes around with their Black Panther suits in Wakanda. It's only royalty who gets it, so... Really? I think so. Oh, I don't like this film already. Do you want to hear some Mike's movie news? Yeah. Uh, George, baby George, Windsor. Yeah. His favourite movie is The Lion King. Um, does that not share with you? I mean, or, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I saw the headline it's on just... um, something I was reading. That wasn't porn. I mean, and, uh, what's his secret favorite, second favourite film? Is it It? Is it It? <laughs> Uh, Cabin in the Woods. <laughs> uh, I think he's a Rocky Horror Picture Show. Fan, <laughs> like uh, the dress up. Yeah, but apparently he just can't. And, you know, bright colours and noises. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, also in this film, he's going to be, as I said, Michael B. Jordan from The Wire and that really shit Fantastic Four film. Lupita Nyongo, who's in 12 Years a Slave. Oh, yeah, yeah, she's fantastic in that, actually. Yeah. Um, Martin Freeman reprises his role from Civil War. You've even got, uh, what's his name? Andy Serkis, I should know that because he's in the film I'm reviewing. He's reprising his role from Age of Ultron. So that whole Marvel Universe thing is all coming together, not for the last time, but probably, I don't think it'll ever end. I can't I can't see an end to Marvel superhero yeah, films. What's going to happen? They'll just, they'll just get crap. They'll just trail off, I think. They'll stop getting, they'll stop drawing in the, all the audiences and then uh, eventually we'll, we'll look back on them like cowboy and Indian films. Yeah, I, you're just going to end up seeing like, I don't know, uh, Scarlet Widow? No, not Scarlet Widow. Scarlet Johansson, Black Widow film on its own, and then they'll do a female version of Suicide Squad. I don't really know what's happening anymore, but they've got to be able to milk it dry at some point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they managed to finish Police Academy. I'm sure they managed to finish Marvel. <laughs> Just about. Do you think they've released this film so that they don't have to hire any more black actors for their other films? They've just gotten uh, all of It sounds like white Hollywood, doesn't it? Mm. It sounds like the sort of thing they do. Thankfully, this is if they ever whitewash this film... There would be a civil war, not ah, not as a not side. as a pun, oh, okay. but like you just could not. You could, thankfully, it looks like there's barely any white people in this, which is, <laughs> which is good. I'm very glad of this. There's actually a film that hasn't properly been whitewashed. Um, what I did notice about it though is that all that technology and stuff and all the CGI makes it look quite a lot like. Um, where's Thor live again? Midgard, isn't it Midgard? No, Midgard's what they call Earth. Wherever Thor lives, Valhalla or whatever the fuck it's called. It's hell, it's hell, isn't it? Valhalla. No, it's their heaven, isn't it? Is it hell or heaven? It's the afterlife. It's That's the afterlife, it yeah. I can't remember what it's called. Wherever it is that Thor lives, I should know this. Um, it looks like that with the sort of futuristic yes. technology mixed with yeah, magic. It does. Yeah. yeah, I feel like we're reviewing this film and we've not even seen it. Yeah, we're struggling for movie news, that's why. <laughs> it's been a bit of a thin week. Um, here's some extra tidbit movie news. This film, Black Panther, is out on February 16th next year. And that's kind of it. Yeah. Not just this this week. Um, so, Black Panther, oh, the Han Solo film. Oh, yeah, the Han Solo film has got a name. Do you want to reveal what it is? I'll give you a drum roll. It's called Han, a Star Wars story. No, sorry, Solo, a Star Wars story. Did you immediately see that and go, Solo, I'm out of Solo? Yeah, yeah, I did actually. Yeah. I can't wait for Obi. Obi. Uh, Star Wars story. <laughs> and, uh, Who else are going to do one for? Kylo. <laughs> Who Ray. else could they possibly do one for? Chewie. Jar Jar. <laughs> that would be fucking awful. That's when Star Wars and Disney's partnership will end. Uh-huh. People were trying to convince me that, um, that Jar Jar Binks is in the background of the new Star Wars trailer. 
No. I don't think he is. I think people are just trying to wipe me out. Oh, okay. Because they know that I would destroy something. Yeah. You said people are going to die. That's very good. Okay, do you want to do your film first or shall I do my film first? Um, I will allow me to go first. <laughs> because <laughs> very chivalrous. Um, I'm the one who has to go through the electrocutions at the end of the game. Fair. So, this week I reviewed War from the Planet of the Apes. Although I've accidentally written apps in my book. Ah. I think I was working at the same time. I don't really apps. know. Yeah. It's just such a strange sort of nomenclature. Did I say that right? Nomenclature? It means like naming process yeah. for these movies. Of the, because of the. It's, the, it's the trilogy in the Planet of the Apes reboot, I guess you'd call it. Mm-hmm. It's uh, the third one in, as I should say. Apparently there's a fourth one coming. Oh, I thought this would be the end. Fuck knows what it's going to be called. They have left it open at the end. Oh, God. Um, it's probably going to be called something like... Disagreement of the planet of the, the apes. Planet of the apes. <laughs> when someone left the toilet seat up in the planet of the apes. <laughs> um, even though, them. as I realised in this film, apes just throw the shit. Yeah. It does it. Yeah. It's pretty funny. Apes, <laughs> apes just generally are quite funny, aren't they? Um, so the director this time around was Matt Reeves, who also directed the second one, but not the first one. Matt Reeves, who also was supposed to, and I don't know if he still is directing that standalone Batman film. What standalone Batman film? There's, there's going to be a Batman film which is separate from like the Justice League universe. That even though Ben Affleck is in it, ah, and is it um, detective. Side? I think it's going to be called the Batman. The Batman. And originally Ben Affleck was the one who's directed it, but then it got he, oh, I have he had to this. pull out. Cause he yeah, had, you know, problems with alcoholism. I feel like that's the excuse every time for celebrities. How can he be in such fine physical condition if he's got such a problem with alcohol? Um. Well, apparently with bodybuilders, sometimes they drink a bottle of wine the night before because it dries your skin out, gives you 1% body fat. Well, not 1% body fat, but yeah, it a makes whole, you look skinnier. A whole bottle of wine? Yeah. But I need to get Surprised on Surprised I'm not like fucking stick. <laughs> you should be minus body fat the <laughs> wine you get through. Um, so yeah, it's Matt Reeves. Uh, done a really good job. Matt Reeves also did Cloverfield. I really like that film. Yeah, yeah, that was a pleasant surprise. So he's obviously quite good at doing films on quite a huge scale. And Cloverfield had quite a small budget. Did it? Yeah, well, it wasn't. It didn't didn't have. It wasn't like a massive monster movie, mm-hmm. was it? Well, I guess they just needed like at the end. I think it was a, the, when the building collapses. That's about the only time when they had to really chuck mm-hmm. money at it. But otherwise, they just uh, they just made it look like it was filmed on a portable camera. Yeah, yeah, I did enjoy it. I enjoyed um, Ten Cloverfield Lane as well. Have you seen that? Yeah, one? very good film. That was an excellent. John Goodman film. is terrifying. You know? John Goodman is fucking brilliant <laughs> in that film. Yeah. Anyway, back to the film. Um, so cast wise. Andy Serkis as Caesar. He has Where got... is Caesar? <laughs> that was good, wasn't it? Very good. <laughs> Just stop wanking in my room, please don't. There's these anal dildos. <laughs> um, so Andy Serkis has obviously cornered, like, cornered the market on motion capture. Yeah, he's kind of not ever since like Gollum. I know. I think he actually chance. set up or purchased or just put loads of money into a motion capture. Um, business and he's like the main motion capture dude for them so he must be absolutely raking it in because if you think about it he did Lord of the Rings mm. The Hobbit Yeah, he's done all these um, Planet of the Apes films I think he did King Kong I wouldn't be surprised but yeah yeah isn't he Snoke as well Snoke as well Snoke's Snoke he is Snoke yeah, yeah. he so just does it all it's just um, yeah he, he must be absolutely fucking loaded absolutely loaded and he plays Caesar um, Woody Harrelson stars as the Colonel doesn't actually have a name just refers to as the Colonel that's easy to remember. And then Steve Zahn, 
He's the only other sort of actor of real note in this. Steve Zahn from um, Sahara. Have you seen Sahara? He's, he's basically a funny guy. Oh, right. So he's the comic relief, is he? Yeah. And he was actually really funny in this, oh, to be fair. Okay. He is an ape known as Bad Ape. Bad Ape. Yeah, he's, uh, there's only two apes in the film that can talk. Right. And he's one of them. But I'll talk to him about, about him a bit later on. Um, so, yeah, basically, synopsis-wise, the uh, after the last film, the, the apes and the humans are like, really really hate each other now yeah the whole idea is that there's a virus that's spread around the earth that's making apes intelligent but it's killed like 90 percent of the population of the earth yeah shit uh, yeah it's not great and at the start of this film um there's some humans are attacking uh, one of the ape outposts um and everything kicks off some of the apes are now working with the humans uh, because after the last film when one of the ape sects um, kind of tried to take over. Um, their leader died, Koba, and so all these followers ended up joining the humans because they didn't want to join Caesar because they thought they'd kill him. So they just tried to, you know, cut the losses. Um, and these apes are called donkeys. So wait, so this film is humans and apes versus other humans and other apes? No, no, humans and apes versus apes. Right, okay. Yeah, so it's like some apes who ran off because their ape group lost have joined some of the humans. Okay. Yeah, um, they call these these apes donkeys, partly because they use them to carry around ammunition, but also because of Donkey Kong. Ah, ah yeah. When I read that, I was like, ah, that's quite good. Yeah, yeah. Um, that, that's one of the interesting facts. Cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then what happens is there's another big war, uh, like a big fight, and then later on the colonel sneaks into the apes' camp, and um, oh Caesar God. loses some important people. Uh. Yeah, so because of that, they all have to move. All the apes, the Caesar tells them all to migrate north to where it's warmer or whatever it was. Is that how he does it? He just sort of wafts them. <clears throat> Pretty much, yeah. But what he does, he says, I'm not coming with you because I'm going to go kill the colonel. And it turns into like a revenge. Can you please do this with like an impression? Do his voice. I can't. You must go. Don't know what else to say. <laughs> <laughs> just, just grunt a lot. Stop hitting him! That's kind of says. I'm much better at monkey noises. <laughs> that was really good. Thank you. Um, and that's kind of it. Have, have a nut. <laughs> I prefer bananas. Um, so yeah, he suffers losses, and Caesar goes on a, on a revenge mission against the colonel, while everybody else goes up north. Because um, everybody loves the north. Uh, so it's, it's great, because this film then turns into kind of like a, a smaller buddy kind of adventure-style one. A bit like Lord of the Rings, I guess you could say, where there's a small band of them that go off together. Oh, yeah. Literally, there's um, maybe three of them. At one point, they even find this human child who uh, can't speak. A human child! A human child! And uh, and so they sort of adopt her into the group because the, the orangutan called Maurice doesn't want to leave him behind. It's such a great name for an orangutan. I like that the monkey has more of a heart than the other humans. This is a big theme in the films, to be honest, because most of the humans have just completely gone animalistic brutal, black and gold kind of conscience. I see Whereas, the comment on society they're making. Yeah, here. exactly. And then all the apes are actually like, Caesar does not want to fight. He he captures some people from the first battle, sends it back to the colonel and says, this is so you can send a message. Um, we don't want to fight. Just leave us in the forest and you can have your Smart area in the state. But then the colonel doesn't take it and he ends up, you know. Coming back. 
fucking shit up. Does so. he put war paint on his face when he comes back? He does. Yeah. He, he looks very much like something from Apocalypse Now with like yeah, blacked out yeah. face and that kind of stuff. It's kind of it's This cool. time it's personal. Yeah, exactly. So, but I like the shift. So from the last couple of films, the first film was how it all started and had quite a small focus cast. The second film, there was just so many apes. Yeah. Do you remember seeing it? Yeah, yeah, I quite liked it. And even on the human side, there was so many. It was a huge film. In terms of cats, there was loads of people. What's his name, wasn't it? Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman was in it, yeah, exactly. Um, whereas in this film, it seems to sort of take that back a bit. Mm. So the first part of the film appears as like um, a mini adventure, you know, a long quest based on revenge. Um, but then at the end, it turns into more of a Great Escape vibe. Ah. Yeah. Because um, all the apes who went off north actually got captured and taken into a prison, a human zoo, as one of the apes calls it. A who? Ah, a <laughs> um, And so then they all have to figure out how to escape and that kind of stuff. And it's pretty brutal. It reminded me of um, Unbroken. Have you seen that film? Unbroken? Yeah, it's the one directed by Angelina Jolie and starring uh, Jack O'Connell. It's uh, about the American... Uh, fighters in World War Two get captured by the Japanese, and it's their time in the Japanese internment camps, and the brutalness, that, like the brutal way that the the Japanese work them and torture them and like hit them with kendo sticks and that kind of stuff. It's just, yeah, it's pretty. It's hard to watch. Is Jack O'Connell Robin from Batman and Robin? No, that's Jack O'Donnell. No, I think Chris O'Donnell. Chris O'Donnell. Yeah, yeah. put that one out of nowhere. Well done. I know. Uh, I like that film. My sister was watching it the other day. <laughs> Your sister has yeah. a certain theme uh, to her movies. If the film gets below four on IMDb, she's like, oh, let's watch that. That'd be fucking great. Oh, that's it. Um, so, yeah, it has that kind of vibe of, like, it's, it's despair. Everybody's been treating like shit. Um, there's no hope. All this kind of stuff. So that it, it was just such an interesting way that they ran this story where not only was it very different from the way the second film was set up, but the film itself changes the yeah. kind of vibe and style that you're looking for. And I, I found that really interesting and it, it gave it gave it a good pace and the, a real sense of like, you know, beginning, middle and end kind of thing. So I think they can afford to do that with this <clears throat> franchise. You'd be pissed off if they did that with Blade Runner two. Yeah. Where they've changed the uh mm. changed too much from the original. Yeah. But with this I don't think many people are thinking, My God, they didn't stick to the original premise. Yeah. Um so I was really, really happy with the story, actually. Um, then the other thing that you can't help but be impressed with is the CGI. Like, yeah, they've always, it's always been good in these. Holy shit. The, that just adding in motion caps, it does make such a huge difference. to The way everybody moves just makes it seem more realistic. But every time I looked closely up, and it was especially the orangutan's face, mm. I could not see that it was CGI. And it's... Very rarely that that happens. Like, yeah. whenever CGI's gotten better over the past, you get to a new thing, you're like, oh, it's good CGI, but you can still tell. Whereas now it is at the point, at least with apes. It's pretty impressive. In CGI Even evolution, yeah. one day it'll be humans, but literally could not tell the difference. I don't think we'll ever get to the point where it'll be humans. Apparently there's um, a thing, I don't know whether it was one of your friends telling me about it, actually. Uh, it's slightly different. Yeah, yeah. Um, when it gets to a certain point, it freaks people out when it's not quite exactly realistic but yeah. it's just a little bit less than that people get freaked out watching it because they the people appear dead yeah. your brain thinks that looks like a dead person um, yeah the, the CGI is fucking incredible the, the way that they all learn how to move and, and the noises that they make there's only really like considering the amount of apes you see especially at the start of the film 
how that they can render all those apes at the same time like that. It's just it's crazy. I can't believe they must have some kind of like fucking supercomputer somewhere that they use to make Planet of the Apes films. Yeah. No, like they just plug into fucking IBM's Watson or whatever it's called, and that's what it's used for. Nothing yeah. else, just movies, ape movies. Um, so uh, I, you can't fault this in terms of CGI. It's fucking incredible. Like absolutely blew my mind. Um, I like the soundtrack because it sort of harked kind of back to the original Planet of the Apes, where they've got these old um, big trumpet blasts, and then when there's something kind of spooky happening, don't know what's happening. These like little fluty fanfares and that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Uh, so that was that was nice. It was something that wasn't made by Hans Zimmer for once. Yeah, it's a nice change. Yeah, it's a bit of a change. Uh, Variety, yeah, a bit nice. more melodic in that sense. Um, my only there's a few things I was watching the film. I'm like, so there's there's a lot of snow. There's a lot of like really cold conditions, and the monkeys are just walking through. The apes, sorry, apes, not monkeys, um, walking through, and they don't have any shoes on. And I'm like, frostbite. Yeah. They, how any of those monkeys are still walking? It would have been. Even more infuriating though, if they were wearing shoes, you would have. If they just had Crocs on, <laughs> <laughs> that probably would have removed you from the movie somewhat. I mean, they, they could have found some Crocs somewhere. They could have gone to a Croc factory. It's not like anybody would have stopped them. I don't even think an ape would wear them. These look shit. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what though. So as I said, there's um, one of the apes called Bad Ape, played by Steve Zahn. Steve Zahn. They find him in a hotel on top of this mountain. And I actually think it's the Overlook Hotel from The Shining. No way. Yeah. And he's there, and uh, they, they first chase him and think he's a human, but it turns out he's not. And he's really fucking funny. Why do they think he's a human? Because um, he's dressed in this big parka and they can't see his face. Yeah. <laughs> he's got a hat on and everything. Uh, yeah, but that's the Sunglasses. funny thing. So he gives the parka to this little girl that they adopted. And then when he comes out later on, he's in like um, proper gilet and a bubble hat. <laughs> and he just um, they see him, they look at him like, what the fuck are you wearing? And he just puts his thumb up and smiles like... Uh. like it's... It's genuinely funny. And apparently Steve Zahn actually cried the first time he watched this film afterwards because it just moved him so much. And there are points where you're like, holy fuck, this is really sad. Um, Shit. I, yeah, honestly, it's it's a proper roller coaster of emotions. Do you like me some roller coasters? Yeah. Um, so there's really funny moments, great comic relief, but really sad moments and proper sort of despairing moments where they're in the, the human zoo. Um, it's, it's, it was really good. It's... It, yeah, it sort of ticks all the boxes. I was really impressed. The only thing about Woody Harrelson, he was okay, but he wore sunglasses at night. It pisses me off when people do that. Unacceptable. It's really hard. And they're not only that, but they were like blue-tinted ones, like, you know, when you can't see through and they're just blue and shining. I'm just like, what a knobhead. Yeah. Um, but he's kind of seen as more than just a colonel. He's kind of seen as a god to these humans that are left behind. And every morning they come out and they march down this main road into the prison and they do this huge chant and he comes out and he's shaving his head with a knife with his top <laughs> off he's like I'm a man I'm not an ape like that whereas the apes just fling shit at people and it's really funny yeah um, so it's an underdog story <laughs> in a way yeah, um, yeah that's, that's, there's not much else to talk about the film really not without spoiling it anyway okay so um, like I like the ending was was good and it left it open for another one um, it's very uh pragmatic of them yeah and as I said I think they've already started planning the fourth one like I think before this one even started they were like we're going to do a fourth one so cool. um, whatever it's going to be called and hopefully they'll take it in a different direction a bit like this one um, but nice. some standout performances by Andy Serkis and whoever helped him with the CGI um, the story was fantastic the soundtrack was pretty good I really enjoyed it so is it a go ape or dad grape <laughs> you just made that up 
Uh, I've been trying to say it for about 10 seconds. But, oh, yeah, you know. okay. Um, is a Go Ape Amazing. Plus. I would probably give it a pop-a-dum rating of um, 8.5 out of 10. Wow. Yeah. That's the same as you gave Wind River. Yeah. That's about right. Yeah. It's, um, like I said, the acting was that good. The story was really interesting. It felt, it felt a little bit flat at times, but um, it was so varied. It was just really interesting. I find them a bit hard to watch at times just because of the amount of text you have to read on the screen. The amount of times you're just watching an ape do sign language to each other. But, um, it, it, yeah, it, it had enough to, to keep me interested. I so. am surprised. I think you might watch it and maybe give it a lower score. Who knows? But, I don't know, let me know what you think. Probably not. I liked the other two. Yeah, and any of the listeners out there, let me know what you think. If uh, if you think I'm just being batshit fucking crazy <laughs> and it's never worth eight and a half out of ten. Or if you would agree. And, uh, yeah, just let me know. But, honestly, I think just... To be able to make a movie like this, if you think about the amount of CGI and stuff, it, and the way you have to try and envision it, is kind of crazy that they can make something like this. Yeah, huge project. Yeah, um, so I give it 8.5 out of 10 bananas. Amazing. Yeah. Okay, I watched the American Made last night. Um, I was disappointed to learn that it wasn't about just some maid going around <laughs> tidying rooms in a hotel. You thought it was like a sequel to Made in Manhattan? Yeah. Uh, I thought John, uh, Jennifer Lopez would turn up or something. She in the first one? In the first Made in Manhattan? Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> what well, you looked at me then was like, well, she in the first one? <laughs> Tell me! Where is she? <laughs> uh... So it's directed by um, Doug Lyman, or The Man, mm-hmm. uh, who did the Bourne series. Oh, three right, Bourne okay. films, And he yeah. also did Edge of Tomorrow. Wow. Which is quite a good film. Another Tom Cruise Another film. Another Tom Cruise film, yeah. And they're making a sequel to that, actually. Is it called Edge of the Day After Tomorrow? Edge of the Planet of the Apes of the Day After Tomorrow? Edge of, yeah, that'd be good. Edge of Tuesday. Um, so this is uh, Tom Cruise and Doug Lyman mm-hmm. uh, bumping their heads together again. Um so Tom Cruise is in it. Uh, Domino Gleeson's in it. Oh, and that's about it for the famous people. I like to bit of Domino Gleeson. He's got a he's got a fighty American accent in this movie. Oh, uh, which he does quite well actually. I mean, as an English man, I can't notice. <laughs> no, they all uh, sound the same, don't they? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, you Yanks just sound the same. I think he's got a bit of a southern twang. But other than that, a drawl. Yeah, yeah. And then um, Sarah Wright is in this film, and the only other films that she has been in. She and two broke girls. I don't know. I can happily say I've never seen that. Yeah, the fit blonde from Two Broke Girls. Oh, is she? Is that yeah. is she quite famous? And I just don't know who she um, is. I don't know if that TV series is still going and how many people watch it. I don't think I it's necessarily not. huge in the UK. So no, she was in. I had to look, and she was in that um, uh, that film with Anna Faris. Not Scary Anna, movie. Not yeah. Is that Anna Faris? Yeah. Yeah. Not that one. The Happy Bunny one. The one where she's in a. a, a the Playboy, Playboy Bunny. Yeah, I've never one. seen that. No, me neither. Which is why I didn't think that Sarah Wright's famous. Um, <laughs> but she is, and I have to mention that she plays Tom Cruise's wife. Right. And she is, I think, at least twenty years younger than Tom Cruise. At least. And it's starting now with Tom. Mm-hmm. He's old Scientology can't reverse age. Yeah. It's starting to show. Even with these billions upon billions of dollars yeah. that he's collected from being king of Scientology. Yeah. And um, his movies, of course. Yeah, it was. Even then, it was a bit like. He does look considerably older than she. What is she. it? Where, where can you notice it? Uh, it's the fact that he looks 
in some parts, he looks like an old lesbian in this movie. Really? Yeah, he sort of has his pink shirt tucked in. I think it's the 70s. It's not a good look for, for Tom Cruise. I feel like he's the kind of person who would demand CGI on his face to make him look younger. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so this film, as alluded to before, is set in the 70s and runs through to the 80s, and it follows uh, Barry Seal, who um, is an airline pilot. Um... And the creator of Silit Bang? No. Oh. Uh, Seal. Okay. Um and the CIA recruit him to run recon missions to Central America to spy on on the drug cartels down there. Okay. Um and then during one of his missions the the drug cartel catch him and basically say, We want you to take cocaine back to America. Mm. Um and he sort of ums and ahs and then eventually does it. And so he's Working for the CIA now and the cartel. Spoiler alert. <laughs> well, it's it's it's, it's, it's more in the and it's just, the whole it's premise just the of plot. the film, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and it's the Medellin cartel. Who? Pablo Escobar's cartel. Okay. So he makes an appearance in this. What does he? Pablo again. Yeah. Fucking everything. Um, so they get him to take cocaine back to the US, um, and then the CIA ask him to take guns to some freedom fighters in I think it's Nicaragua, uh, oh, right. in Central America. So. He's basically a courier system. He's basically, a double agent in a way yeah. as well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's um, name a shit courier service that we've got here. Who did it? Can all of them? DPD? DPD, that's it. Royal so he's, basically, <laughs> he's basically DPD for drugs and guns. Uh-huh. Um, so he's bringing guns over to freedom fighters uh, because um, the American government have got some political stake in the freedom fighters. They want to okay. um, oust the leader there. And then they've got the drug cartels and he's, he's basically working for them. Um, and he's sort of at the start of the film he's relatively innocent and then you know as you go through the film he gets more and more entangled. did he start Breaking Bad it's not as bad as Breaking Bad it doesn't get to him as much as that so the CIA turn a blind eye to the drugs because he's doing them a favour mm. um, but the DEA are after him okay so you've got the CIA the DEA the cartel the BRB the LOL the DPD uh <laughs> And then the FBI fit in there somewhere as well. They're after him too. Yeah. Um, so it's a good old-fashioned action movie. It's quite fun, actually, this film. Mm. I, I mean, it's weird, it's weird with Tom Cruise because he's just got this weird power. I mean, I know he's mental. You know he's shit. I know well. he's dangerous right. as a human being. And he is the closest thing I think we have here to an infallible god. I think him and planet. John Travolta are, are planning to ascend at some point. It's so. fucking mad Yeah. he can have such a successful career and people do still like him and see his movies and yeah. rate him he, he, he pulls in the crowds doesn't he like people but pay every, a lot of money to see him but well, everyone knows he's bonkers yeah it just feels like I feel like he is in almost like the Truman Show and mm. he's like the main character of Earth and we all just applaud him it's weird <laughs> but he's in on it yeah well yeah <laughs> he, he fucking loves it even though he doesn't see his kid anymore it's a bit, bit shit which one the one with um... Kate Really? Well, because she took her and her kid out of Scientology. Cruz. He can't. No, it's not Cruz, is it? it can't be Cruz Cruz. That doesn't make any sense. It could be Cruz Cruz. Yeah. Um, yeah, because she took them both out of Scientology, he can't be seen with them. I think they shun you once you leave the religion. Shun. Shun. <laughs> um, but it is a good performance by him. Yeah? Yeah, he's really good, well, actually. Well, to be fair, like, this is a Tom Cruise character yeah do you know what I mean it's not like he had to really stretch himself well it's just something innately watchable about him it's weird mm. I can't put my finger on it he's it's just like Ryan Reynolds yeah I guess he plays the same roles but you like him in it yeah 
Um, and it's slightly different enough each time to make you go, oh, I've not seen a Tom Cruise film in a while. Go on, then. I don't know what it is with Tom Cruise. He's, he's, got, he's got great comedic timing. He's, he's good with the action scenes. He does his own stunts. In this, he flies his own planes a lot of the time. Ugh. He's just, it's I mean, like the, he sells it. He sells it's one it. of the um, requirements to be in the upper echelons of the Scientologist, is it? To be able to fly a plane. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder if Han Solo's at the top and he hasn't told anybody. Nah, he doesn't give a fuck about anybody, does he? No, no. <laughs> Harrison Ford he's a scoundrel. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so it's a good fun film. This, so the director uh, does the Bourne films and Edge of Tomorrow. Mm. And this film isn't... I mean, there's some action in it, but I wouldn't call it an action film per se. Well, maybe I would. There's a lot of action in it. Is it a romp? <clears throat> yeah, it's fun, rompy fun. Yeah. But it's not the same level as the Bourne films where, I mean, there's quite a heavy... Uh, focus on action in that and especially in Edge of Tomorrow mm. and so Shaky Cam is a thing that you would associate with the action films yeah, because it sort of draws you into makes it feel more like you're there yeah exactly yeah. but this film had Shaky Cam in unnecessary places Yeah, and then it would switch Checking from shit. Shaky Cam <laughs> depends on the size of the shit to be honest yeah, doesn't it yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then it would Weirdly, the camera would fix to a dolly setup, and then it would be on a on a tripod. It was just weird movements for the camera, um, which kind of I think they were trying to do a stylized thing because the film is quite stylish, right? But it doesn't, it just doesn't hit, and it just feels a bit like a mismatch of styles. Mm. It seems a bit too incongruous with the film. <laughs> shaky cam, no, 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 too much shaky, <laughs> too much cam. shaky cam, or just inappropriate shaky cam. Yeah, I'd say that. That's, yeah. that's a good way to say it. The, the film's got a narration. Tom Cruise narrates over it. All right. And about halfway through the film, I realised that it reminded me of Goodfellas. Mm. Um, because it goes, it spans over a few few years, maybe even a decade, maybe not that long. Um, and it felt very Scorsese. Oh. Um, Scorsese. Scorsese. Uh, so it reminded me of Goodfellas. Uh, but it is fun. There's plenty of action. And it wasn't too farcical. There were some moments that was a bit silly, but yeah. other than that, it didn't really um, draw you out of it. Uh, there's a great 70s soundtrack oh, yeah. where it sort of mixes disco with uh, with what classical music. Oh, classic. Yeah. So you'd get like... It was great. <laughs> I got really into that. Um um, but even though it's about drug and gun smuggling and mm. generally morally questionable characters, you kind of just get along with the ride. You kind of just put that into the back of your mind. You're like, mm. oh, okay, that's fine. Yeah. We don't really care. No, um, just along for the ride. Just going for it. You kind of get dragged in. It's reminded me again of similar. It's quite similar to a, like a poor man's Wolf of Wall Street. Right, I see what you mean. Like, it was just like lots of fun on on the screen mm-hmm. with the narrator. Going to you feel like you're part saying, of the gang in a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he does get a bit of a troop in this. About halfway through the film, he has to expand his business and he gets more more people in. Mm. And then there's somebody there who's fucking things up. He's like unreliable. Um, but yeah, full of moralist characters that you love. Um, but I, I mean, there is an argument that this... I mean, this film could is, is very close to being very, very, very good. It's wow. weird. I would think if Martin Scorsese directed it and had the story of Barry Seal, which is quite a fascinating story that he's got, I mean, biographies have been written about him, and I think that if this was if this was I'm taken, Barry Seal. <laughs> um, I hear that every single time you say his name. It's not a very good hero name. You can tell this is a real story because his name Barry. is Barry. You could have called him Bartholomew or something like that. Bart. Um, so I think this film could have been 
I think the story could have been told in a better way by a, by maybe a better director. Really, like a Scorsese could have been a classic because it's like all the the Bond films. It's not like I've had any problems with those. So. No, they are classics. The Bonds. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's reminded me of Wolf of Wall Street, but it's not as funny or charming. So your favorite bit? Favorite bit was probably when. Well, I don't want to spoil it, but there's a bit where he gets captured. Okay. Um, and they can't really do anything to him mm. because the different agencies that are looking after uh, are so one's hunting him, the other one's protecting him. Um, so he, after all these crimes that he's been doing for all these years, I think he gets something like a thousand hours community service, <laughs> and even he's like, "What is, is that? It? Yeah. So I can go?" And he's like, "Yeah." How long would that take? Thousand hours. I can't bother doing maths. Anyway, not that long. <laughs> not that long. Um, so I would give this film a strong seven. Strong seven. Yeah, it's fun. It's you can just watch this film with your mates. Mm. Okay, it sounds like it sounded closer to a seven point five the way you described it to me. But we have different scales. Have yeah, different scales. yeah, yeah. I'll wait and see. And it it loses a bit for being Tom Cruise and shaky cam. Shaky cam. Well, shaky cam. I just I was just looking for something bad to say about this film. Yeah. Oh, well, it's interesting. That you had to look that hard. So. It is indeed, and love the soundtrack. Yeah. that listen on my way up to Lake my, my yeah the Lake District. Happy days. It's time to to shock the crap out of me. This week's game. Did you get a name for it in the end? No. What did you suggest? I, I called it Word of the Planet of the Apes. <laughs> Yeah. Basically, do you want to explain how it works? Right, so I have on my person <laughs> my a, nipples, list, yeah. a, a list of words. Okay. And I will say this word, mm. and then you will say a movie. Okay. And the word should be enough to give you the title of the movie that the word associ- is associated with. Okay. So, for example, if I said something like force. Star Wars. Yeah, okay, so you got it. Well okay. done. Right. So, this is our first trial of the electrocution machine. The anal dildos, as you call them. Oh. Oh. I mean, where should we put it? Let's put it on the table. Basically, if I get one wrong, I'm gonna I have to shock myself. You shock yourself. Well, no, you I want to press do... the button to do the scary music. Yeah. And then I'll press the button so that it kill. Well, it doesn't kill me, thankfully. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, God. So, wait, you have to hold You have to hold that one. And so, both of them? Yeah. But doesn't it only shock one? Well, if you press that button... It will shock me. It will shock that one. No, no, no. Only if I do it when I wait for the time. Ah, I'm just going to do it beforehand. Shit, really? Yeah. Wow. I, so, you're going to be in control of, your, <laughs> control of your own destiny. Ah! Is right. it on extreme shock? Or? No, it's not. It's only on normal. Put it on extreme shock. Whack it up. Fucking hell. For the listeners, that's what they want to hear. They want to hear me in pain. Extreme shock. <laughs> oh, I'm going to regret this. You know what's worse? I kind of need a shit right now as well. Oh. So if this somehow activates my sympath- um, sympathetic nervous system and I crack myself, Amazing. I'm blaming you. Amazing. <laughs> we'll put some, get some newspaper. We'll put some newspaper down. Oh, no. Okay. So okay. Question one. Adrian. Rocky. Correct. Ah, oh, that one. <laughs> Basilisk. Harry Potter. That's to give the, the character one? Or? No, I'm going to take that. Okay. Clownfish. Nemo. Finding Nemo. Well done. DeLorean. Back to the future. Well done. Ezekiel. I know that name. 
Why do I know that name? Oh shit! <laughs> no! <laughs> I can't remember. Josh is gonna shit himself. Uh, all right, I'm gonna have to do it. as bad as I thought. Like, when you did it before, I thought it was going to really, really hurt. But... Is it not that bad? I don't want to do it. What's the film? Pulp Fiction. Ezekiel 2917. I want to go there. The Path of the Righteous nah, Man. I've, I've, You've I've never seen it. got that. I've seen it, but I, I think it was so long ago and I wasn't watching it properly. So. Uh, if you haven't got that one, I do worry for you. Okay. <laughs> Frankly. I don't give a damn. Yes. What's the film? Uh, uh, um. What are you doing that for noise for? Is that helping? Or <laughs> no, not at all. Um, I, I can picture it in my head. Casablanca? Ooh. Or I mean, is it it's close? black and white, but that's about as close as you Some, Something to do with the Falcon? Falcon? No. No, okay, I don't know it. It's gone with the wind. Motherfucker. Right. On the arm. <laughs> Shit. Is it really worse? Well, it, actually, it just shot through my hand. Like, my arm didn't fucking hurt. My Fuck thumb just went fucking mental. I think if you have less contact with it. Oh, it that was more. weird. <laughs> That's fun. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm, I'm backing up. I'm backing away. Oh. God, that was shocking. You've got about 20 more. Oh, fuck. Right. I have to do them all, so, you know, it could be good. Actually, I'm going to leave the last five because it's easy. Okay, ready? Um, how? Uh, 2001 A Space Odyssey. Well done. Inconceivable. Inconceivable? I ain't got a clue. It's The Princess Bride? Oh, you know what? I've never seen it. <gasps> I know. I'm thinking about starting a separate podcast called Movies I Should Have Seen. <laughs> yeah. Or Movies I Should Have Seen by Now and just watch movies that we should have seen. And then and then we electrocute you at the end of it. For <laughs> not seeing them in the first place. All right, well. All right, here we go. Let's see if this is bad this time. I'm just holding it in my hand. Oh, it's really fucking strong. <laughs> what happened the first time? I don't know. I think it was maybe the way I was holding it. But fuck me, that's intense. Maybe you should lower it down to normal because... No, I like the pain. <laughs> I'm sweating and I'm not even doing it. All right, next one. Jets. Motherfucker. <laughs> I'm going to help you because I don't like seeing you in this pain. Okay, give me a clue. So you've got two warring gangs. Right. You've got the Jets. It's the Warriors? And the Sharks. Uh, Not the Warriors. Uh, but around that American time. Graffiti, something like that. Something like that. Um, Think of like musicals. Yeah, from the aerial shot at the start. I've not seen it. It's. I'm gonna get it. I'm not gonna get it. I thought I knew it. I know it. I can see it in my head. But I've never fucking seen it. It pains me to do that. Don't make me do this. Oh, no, I pressed it again accident. How do I turn it off? I'm just going to press it and like not touch it. Ah! Oh. Jesus Christ. It's, it's become havoc. You're doing this next oh time. My this God. is you next time. Please don't ask so many questions. All right, okay. okay. Uh, the next one. Milkshake. Brings all the boys to the yard. Um, like, it's better than y'all's a damn right. It's better than y'all's. I could teach you. Oh. But I'd have to... Why don't you know milkshake? 
I think it's from the the, um, the speech at the end. He's got like two straws. He's like, I'll take your milkshake. No. It's Daniel Day-Lewis. There will be blood. Yes. Is it? Yes. Thank God for that massive fucking clue. <laughs> I'm sweating. I don't remember there being, I mean, it's hot written. But it, does, I don't remember it, does cool, it does a cool uh, speech where he basically says, I'll take your fucking oil, bitch. All right. Um, okay. Ogre. Shrek. Napalm. Uh, I know this one. Apocalypse Now. Fantastic. Uh, Quack. DuckTales the movie? Try again. Uh, oh, the Mike Ducks. Yes. Duh. <laughs> Ooh, Shower. Psycho. Yes. Uh, Uric High. Say that again. Uric High. Uh, the Breakfast Club? No. Think more walking trilogies. Wa- walking? Walking. Walking trilogies. A trilogy of people, I say people, there's some other species in there as well. Walking from one. Tonsils? Shire. Not tonsils, my feelings kind of. Feel a bit busy. <laughs> um, uh, uh, the Hobbit? Uh, no. Lord of the Rings? Yes. I don't, what, what's Ulrich High? They're the um, orcs that he creates. Not the orcs, the, the things that he creates in the second one. The two towers. That's the nerdiest fucking reference to a film. All the other ones are so easy and then you throw that one at me. You just wanted me to be electrocuted. Have you ever seen Citizen Kane? No. Okay, I won't do that one. <laughs> uh, lamp. Every Pixar film? <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> lamp. Oh, uh, Anchorman. Well done. Yes! Kazakhstan. Mummy? No. Um, I don't know. Who's the clip? It's got a really long title. Um, I won't give Secret you. Secret Soldiers of Benghazi. No, I won't give you the first bit, but I'll say it's uh, it's the cultural learnings of America for make benefit glorious nation of Kazakhstan. Uh, not Bruno. No. Oh fuck! What's his name? Is it the green thong? Yeah, the man. Yeah, Trish. What the fuck is his name? <laughs> Why can't I think of it? It's the stress, man. I'm gonna get this instantly in a minute. Oh. It's not Bruno. I can't fucking remember. Oh, you <laughs> bastard! Okay, here we go. Oh, so bad. Oh, I don't want to do it. <laughs> I'm going to make you do it once at the end of this, I just so you can understand it, it and Fine. know what you're in for in the next couple of weeks. Okay, I think we should stop, because... Um, Give me two more. Oh, okay. Uh, Velociraptor. Jurassic Park. Uh, Wilson. Castaway. X-Wing. Star Wars. Yippee-ki-yay. Die Hard. Zool. Ghostbusters. Fantastic. Well done. Okay, you go. You get one. You do it <sighs> once. Do you, do you want to ask me a question first? Uh, well, we can do the sign-off, and then you can press the button at the very end of the sign-off. Okay. Okay, cool. So thanks again for listening. Um, bit of a short episode this time. We're going to have a week off before episode 12, because I'm off on my holidays. Holiday. To the Lake District. Um, and then after that, we're going to come back and hopefully watch Thor. I think it's going to be the next one after that. Ooh, yeah, excited for that. Good. good trailer. Yeah. Um, so look forward to that. Thanks for listening. If you can subscribe, do so because then you get more weird electrical shit like this. 
And uh, if you've got any recommendations of films you want us to, to review, whether it be brand new ones or even old ones, feel free because we're trying to we want to mix it up a bit. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, don't forget to follow us on Facebook at forward slash Movie Nosh with Mike and Josh, Instagram and Twitter at Movie Nosh. And Mike, if you can sign us out. Thanks for listening. Fuck <laughs> 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 me! That is so fucking. That is not a toy. <laughs>